Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage in deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds, break generational curses, and find freedom from your now to your next. Join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus. Make sure you go now, like, subscribe, and share. God bless. Good evening, good evening. Good evening, everyone. Come one, come all, let's prepare to pray. Tuesday night prayer. Tonight we are attacking pride, the spirit of pride, the king of pride, the strong man's spirit called Leviathan. And we have an angel army with us tonight readying, preparing us, and posturing us for prayer tonight. Like, subscribe, share right now. We're going to get right into it. I love you all. Make sure you are subscribing and sharing this broadcast tonight as we begin to enter into the presence of God to prepare to see his face, to seek his face, to come together in corporate prayer, to seek the face of the Father, the will of our Father, of our Lord and Savior, and to arrest the enemy. Tonight, we are going to attack and send forth and launch fiery arrows of attack against the enemy. The enemy has had us under siege, under warfare, and we must fight back through victory, through victory. So we have to fight back, okay? So warfare is constantly going on every day, all day, whether you partner, whether you're a part of it, whether you believe it, um, know that it's happening. And so we must learn how to offensively, how to defensively, and how to stand the fight and the war as we begin to take back our territory. And this month is a popular month. It's Pride Month for many, for the LGBTQIA, the alphabet community, also known as amongst other things, no disrespect, no pun intended. However, we are coming against pride tonight, the spirit of pride, the king of pride. We're coming against every marine spirit, every serpent spirit, every serpentine spirit that's in covenant, that's connected in the marine world, in the marine kingdom. Tonight, we're declaring war against the enemy. We are taking back our territory tonight. We're declaring war. We are calling out on the name of Jesus. We are readying our hearts and positioning and posturing our 
minds to receive and to release the fiery arrows and darts of warfare so that we can be victorious in this battle and this fight that we have already claimed the victory for. Glory be to God. So I am ready. Make sure you digitally evangelize tonight. You may feel the fire of God in your home, in your mouth as you pray with me. Please partner in prayer tonight. Make sure you click the notification bell if you're watching from YouTube so you know when we are live on Tuesdays. We are here every Tuesday, um, Lord willing, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Tag and tell a friend. Have them to join in in prayer with you so you can break down the bloodline barriers that the enemy has set forth as a breach, as a hedge to prevent you from coming into the promises of God tonight. We declare our victory tonight. We plead the blood tonight. We fight and we war tonight. We win in the name of Jesus. So I'm ready. I'm ready. Listen, the devil has been coming for me today. He's always coming for me. He's always coming for the saints of God. As I know he's coming for me, I know he's coming for you too. And so I'm excited tonight. Okay. So y'all better watch out. I might be extra loud. Turn your TV down, turn your audio down, wherever you may be listening to me from, because I am hot and ready like a little Caesar's pizza. I am on fire. I am ready to light the enemy up tonight. I am ready to bomb the territory of the enemy. I am ready to loose lightning and thunder upon the enemy's camp. I am ready to destroy and to dismantle the demonic kingdom of darkness. And if you did not come to wreak havoc into the enemy's camp, this is not the place for you because tonight I came ready to war. I came ready for my hands have been trained to fight and my fingers to war in the name of Jesus. I'm going to be throwing bows in the spirit against Satan and his minions and his imps and his companions and anyone and anything that stands in our way tonight from coming into what God has commissioned and called us to. Tonight is the night we fight. We are coming against tonight the spirit of pride. We are going to bust down the enemy's camp and break down and, and burn up every evil altar that has been erected against our lives, against our families and our futures tonight that is rooted in pride. So there's some scriptures we're going to go to. We're going to pray through the scriptures. We're going to read the scripture tonight as we begin to destroy the kingdom of darkness. We will not, we do not celebrate pride month in any shape, fashion or form, though this is the LGBTQT agenda for the month of June. We do not declare it. We do not receive it. And I pray that it is received by those that are listening and love because God loves you, but God does not love the sin. God does not love the sin of homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexuality, transgender. None of this is of God, but above all, we must decide and, and discern what are we fighting? What is our battle against? What are we, what are we strategically preparing for in prayer so that we are not praying amiss because it is not us against them. It is not the Christians against non-Christians non or people that price sin is sin. And God has already declared the importance of not 
engaging in sin, being repented and having a repentant heart. And so people say, oh, those Christians, they're operating in hatred and oh, they're trying to break, you know, they're trying to speak against us and 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 and, and bring us into a place of of um, condemnation. But this is not condemnation. This is love. OK. And so tonight we are coming against pride, all pride. OK, not just gay pride, not just the LGBTQ agenda for the month of June, as they have declared this month as Pride Month. We're taking back this month, not only the month of June, but we're taking back every single month that belongs to God. Because this time, this day, this season, our lives and our futures are all his. And so we're bringing light to the truth. We are bringing the spirit of the living God to those who may not know, who may be ignorant, who may be unaware, who may be stuck, who may be stagnant in their walk with God, who may not know that there is a way out. And I've seen to include myself, many people experience deliverance in this area of sexual bondage and not just sexual bondage, but we're looking at a spirit of perversion and anything that contradicts and contrary to God's plan and purpose for life for God. It does not matter what it is is automatically operating in a spirit of perversion and or the antichrist. And so there's a number of different things and a number of different um, companions that the enemy uses to connect with, to take a person's life down and keep them from entering into the kingdom of heaven and to steal their soul or make an attempt to steal their soul so that they can live and die in sin. But I want you to know, and for all of those that you're tagging into tonight's prayer, that there is a way out and the way out is in love and the love of Christ that covers you, the love that covers a multitude of sins, the love of Christ that we exude, that we exemplify, that we give to everyone, right? That we give to everyone. So this is no attack on any specific sin in itself, but tonight we are not praying amiss. We are strategically praying warfare prayers tonight against the root cause of pride. Okay. So we're looking at black pride tonight. It doesn't matter the source of pride. It could be black pride. It could be white pride. It could be youth pride. It could be pride in itself. It could be gay pride. It could be LGBT. We are coming against tonight, not just the homosexual agenda, but anything that is the antichrist, that's the anti-agenda of God. And so tonight we are partnering in prayer and we're going to press through and we're going to lose cannons and bombs of fire into the enemy's camp until he is completely annihilated and destroyed tonight and we're going to help those to be set free tonight be delivered we're going to we're going to break the bonds of satan out of your mind out of your mouth out of your life we're going to break the shackles off of your life for those that think they cannot come out of homosexuality or lesbianism that they must stand and because this is where they're comfortable this is where god has told them and this false identity, we're coming against anything that is not God, anything that God did not create. We're going to support it with the scriptures tonight, and we're going to press in and press through. So pride is the is the target tonight, right? 
actually our target is Jesus. Our target is always Jesus. So with him, we can do all things through Christ Jesus. And so we are, we are, um, we are overcomers. We're conquerors through Christ Jesus. So anything that we need to see happen into the earth, we do it by partnering with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord Jesus Christ, first and foremost. But our, 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 our mark for tonight, okay? Our mark for tonight is pride. And so we're going to deal with pride and, and, and the root of pride and uproot it tonight in prayer. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And so I wanted to share with you some of the descriptions and some of the things I saw online about what pride is. We're going to go through um, as the Lord leads me tonight with some of the scriptures I want to share with you on pride and how we are going to destroy every plan and curse of the enemy that's opened the door of pride in your life. So let's let's go through the first definition but pride. So pride is a feeling of deep pleasure. This is in accordance to the Oxford Dictionary. Pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. What I want you to see in this Oxford Dictionary um, description of what pride is, is that it is a feeling of pressure, um, deep pleasure. Okay, so it's an emotional state of living, emotional state of mind. It's, it's, a, it's a state of satiety. It's a state of satiety. That's S-A-T-I-T-Y, of satisfaction that's derived and rooted in oneself. And so we are not called to ourselves. We are called to and from the creator to live in accordance to how the creator has created us. So you are, you have been bought with a price. You are not your own. And so people who operate in, in rooted in pride, people who have, have a, a spiritual strong man in their life. I've dealt with that. I had to exp go through deliverance in the area of pride. And so for those that struggle with this, for those that have an issue with the spirit of pride in itself or one that look to themselves for their own selfish self-consciousness, right? Self-glorification, self-gratification. And so pride is rooted in self. Pride, pride is rooted in their own selfish will, their own selfish ambitions, their own selfish desires, their own self-will, their own self-gratification, right? So these are things that feed the flesh. These are not things that empower the spirit for you to move in the spirit. And so the spirit, as we are spirit beings and a body, we live to serve God because our creator created us to serve him. Our creator created us to live 
in him, through him, with him. So apart from him, we are nothing. Apart from him, we cannot take the dominion that God has called us to. We cannot walk in the authority that God has given us. We cannot take the territory that God has given us in our own self because we are limited within ourselves. But it is only by and through Christ Jesus. It is only by the power of the blood of Jesus that allows and allots and that gives us access to the realm of the spirit that allows us to move in dominion, power, and authority in the earth. So tonight we're going to speak to and we're going to fight, bind, arrest, and we are going to cast out the spirit of pride and every agenda, every antichrist agenda that is partnered with the spirit of pride that is rooted in envy, jealousy, and anger, and arrogance, and self and self-consciousness and all of these things that people have said are good that the world has perverted for its own purpose tonight we're going to speak to the creator and who your identity is in christ as he has created you so the first thing i want you to remember tonight as we proceed and prepare to pray through the scriptures and by the scriptures and stand on the word of God. I want you to remember three things that first you are created by Christ. Okay. So the creator, though some don't want to give God his credit for who the creator is. They'll say the creator is Muhammad or the creator is some idol or some, uh, something else or something else, Buddha, this and that and the third or some other denomination or religion that the credit of the creator is given to, but there is only one creator. Creator, okay, and that is God Himself. There is one Creator. So we, every single person that lives and breathes in the earth, is created by Christ. So understand and know this first as you begin to learn your identity so many people are lost and they don't know who they are they believe that this perverted version of what god has said what the enemy has said this perverted version of them through the agenda through lgbt or through whatever it is that the enemy has shaped them in iniquity in that there that they've inherited it may be a curse that's been passed down through the bloodline or it may be through their own agreement tonight tonight we're going to focus on breaking those agreements and erecting godly altars breaking evil altars and destroying this spirit of pride and we're going to deal with the curse that's attached to pride we're going to bind the strong man the spirit of leviathan we are coming for leviathan tonight in in prayer we are binding and arresting this strong man called leviathan who is the king of pride. But there's three things as I began to explain to you tonight, as we prepare in prayer, I need to empower you with the scripture, with what and who you are created to be, a who the creator is and who you are in covenant with. Because the rainbow that the LGBTQT agenda has hijacked, has been perverted from God's original intended purpose and to the demonic purpose. Okay. So the rainbow does 
not belong to the gay community, to gay pride. The rainbow is a covenant that God made that is a part of the Noahic covenant of Noah between God and the earth and Noah himself. For God graced Noah to receive and to come into covenant with. And so I'm going to show you tonight here in the scripture how to strengthen these covenants with God, how to partner with God, how to pray and press through to break these bonds that are attached and aligned and assigned to your life that are rooted in pride for Leviathan. We know not only Leviathan who experienced the, the, the fall from destruction that came from pride. Remember Adam and Eve were a product of pride through temptation through through the through satan which was a serpent right so we're coming against the marine kingdom as the serpent came to adam and eve and even as lucifer was deceived and he was um feeling as if he could be god or be like god or be greater than god we have this witchcraft sorcery new age thought where people are thinking that they are gods in the earth that they are like gods and so we have these little mini idols and mini gods little g little g not big g but little g because there's only one big g and he is in the third realm he is in the third heaven and he sits on his throne and he looks to and fro and he comes off and off of his throne but know that there is no one bigger there is no one greater there is no one better than our god big g god so number one know that you are created by christ you are created by god first. Second, you were made by man. You were made by man. So you were created first in the spirit realm and you were manifested in the earth by man, which is your mother and father through your natural DNA as your mother and your father consummated prayerfully in covenant of marriage. Some that was not the case. I was one born out of wedlock. And so babies are never a mistake. Babies are still blessings from God. Babies are still ordained by God, blessed by God and created by God. So even if a child is formed outside of the covenant of marriage, the way that God intended between what a male and a female. OK, because females are receivers. Men are givers. We have parts. We have parts that identify us not only biologically, but we have parts that are pre-designed and predestined by God to be reproductive, to be fruitful, to replenish and to multiply in the earth. And so this is why same sex and homosexuality cannot be of God because God created both male and female. We're going to go through those scriptures today and we're going to speak to that a little bit further as we pray. But remember, you were created by the creator first in Christ. Number two, you were made by man, created by God, made by your mother and father, chosen by the father in heaven. Though the discussion in heaven, just as we see the discussion in Genesis one, where the father, we saw the hovering spirit of the Holy Ghost hover over the earth. And we saw the manifestation of the heavens and earth come together as this discussion came to pass. And as the word was spoken, the there was light and the creation was created by the creator. Number three, we do not serve or, 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 or idolatry or, um, or, or move in any idolatrous state. 
outside of what God has given us to do. Okay. So we serve our God and we worship God, but we don't worship creation. We don't worship what God has given us. And so I need you to understand your identity before we go any further. As we discuss tonight in prayer, what pride is, where pride comes from, what is rooted in, why it's not of God. And first of all, our identity in Christ to know who we are in him. Number three, we are to be positioned and placed for purpose. Number one, you're created by Christ. Number two, you were made by man and given to man as a gift from God through your mother and father as the spiritual DNA aligned in the assignment with the natural DNA of your mother and father. And you were given to them to manage, to steward, to govern, and to be their spiritual guardian to teach and train you up in the ways of the Lord. Many people have not experienced that and they were not taught that. I was not raised up in the word, in the living word of God. But as God created me, I was found by God and God renewed me back to my initial state of mind. But now once you discover your identity through the creation, through the creator, and you understand your identity as a part of your natural father and mother, where you get your genetics from, where you get your DNA from, you might look like your mom, you might look like your dad, but we want to look like Christ. When we become born again believers, our goal as we are renewed and transformed in our minds to our rightful state and place, which is what we were created to be before the foundation of the world was formed and set. Remember the Lord our God said, I knew you. I knew you. New in the Bible is an intimate relationship. Whenever you were known, whenever they spoke to a man, meaning a man and a woman consummating, coming together in covenant in the word of God, it said, and then he knew her. He knew her. It didn't mean he knew her because he was a Facebook friend. It didn't mean he knew her because he was introduced to this woman of God in the scripture, right? When it says in the word of God that he knew her, that meant that he laid with her. That meant that he came into intimate relationship with her. And so we see the communion and the covenant as you and I are the bride of Christ until you become married. If marriage is what you are called and commissioned to do in the earth, you are first a bride of Christ and then a wife. I bet Essence are like that. She gave me a, she made me a shirt that says bride of Christ and then a wife. And so as the bride of Christ, until you come into covenant with a man or a woman in the earth, you are first in covenant with God, with your creator. And so you are positioned. And place for purpose. So it is very dangerous for you to not know who you are in covenant with. And so if you are not in covenant with God, then you are automatically in covenant with Satan. You are in covenant because there is only two entities that belong, that exist in the earth. So we have Satan and the kingdom of darkness, and we have the Lord Jesus Christ and the kingdom of light. And so if you are not partnered with one, you cannot be with both. 
clothed. You must choose the master in which you will serve. Glory be to God that he gives us free will. Glory be to God that he has given us the option to choose. But whether you choose him or not, just know and understand that the covenant as God created you was intended and was known as he knew you before you knew you, as he knew you before your mother and father knew you. God knew you first before the foundation of the world. God knew you before you were coming together and being intricately made in the womb of your mother's abdomen. God placed his hand and breathed upon your mother's womb to allow her to bring life. But he breathed the life of God. He breathed life because God is life. God is the way. God is the truth and the life. And so for every single person in the earth that is breathing, that is moving, that is walking and operating in the earth, if you don't know your identity and covenant with God as the creator has created you, this is something that you must go back to the foundation of and we're going to go into Genesis and we're going to speak to and I'm going to walk you through in prayer the covenant even tonight as we break down the barriers of Satan we're going to pray some warfare prayers I hope y'all came with your warfare paint I hope you came with your anointing oil tonight because y'all know we go in on Tuesday night prayers with spiritual warfare prayers and I want you now to tag place fire emojis into the chat if you want to if you want to high five and amen and you want to come into agreement in the chat feel free to do so when we begin to pray as we are actually praying through and speaking and and teaching in this moment um as i'm preparing you to receive and preparing you to war tonight with me in prayer i want you to know that in genesis we see let's go through the scripture we see in genesis the perversion of the fallen angels remember Lucifer was a fallen angel okay and so as Lucifer we see the perversion of the uh, we see the Nephilim there were giants in the earth in Genesis and in Genesis we see the Nephilim where they were sleeping the fallen angels were sleeping with man the women of God they were they were they were they found them they found the women beautiful and they and they perverted through the birthing of these children created giants in the earth and so we see the sons of God as we are sons of God God, we see them being victimized. We see them being taken in Genesis, Genesis 6. If you want to read Genesis 4, 6, 4, and 6, they began to wreak havoc and evil in the earth as this was not God's initial intention for God's creation. And so I'm, I'm bringing you to a place. I'm bringing you somewhere. So, so sit tight with me as I begin to prepare you for us to discuss and to come into agreement with the covenant of God and the Noahic covenant that God has made with not only man, but with the earth. We see in Genesis 6 and 4, where God had to even formulate and establish this covenant with Noah. We'll get there. But in Genesis 6, it says there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. So renown, renown. So we begin to see in this time that these giants that came and they began to wreak havoc. They began, um, let's go to, um, let's go to Genesis six. Let's go to one, go to one. And then I'll come down to four. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. 
Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We're going somewhere here tonight. We're going somewhere here tonight. I want you to know that this perversion that started way in Genesis with the Nephilim, we see that the Lord grieves this perversion. The Lord so greatly grieved this perversion and the, and the, and the infiltration of the giants in the earth from 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 infiltrating man he loves man as he created man as he created adam and eve you see that um the love that god has for man so in verse one it says and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them let's go to verse two we see that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. So they had begun to lust after. They had begun to see the beauty and they took them as wives of all which they chose. Verse three, this is how the Nephilim came to pass. And this is how the earth began to be destroyed through perversion. We see the Lord and the Lord said, my spirit, come on, come on, come on. My spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh his days shall be an hundred and twenty years go into four and so we go to four and we see that the giants as they came unto the daughters of men and they bore children and as they began to wreak havoc and move in evil um in evil thoughts and deed and behavior that god was not pleased but not only was god not pleased god was grieved and so god is grieved today you can take that down until we go to the next scripture we see today that God is grieved understand that God loves you God loves man as he has always loved man but God does not love our sin and when we choose to operate whether we choose pride or envy or jealousy any sin that is against the agenda of Christ that's an anti-agenda an LGBTQTIA plus ABC whatever I don't want it, the LGBTQT okay Okay. Any agenda that's against God is not, it grieves God. And so we see the Lord grieve through this perversion, which he made and created man for his purpose. And he made a decision in this time to destroy the earth and to destroy mankind. And he said, you know what? This is not what I like. And I'm understand, understand and know as we are now in the end times, God is grieved and God is coming back. As the second Adam is preparing to come back, as the Lord Jesus is preparing to come back, that God is greatly grieved with man. God is greatly grieved with the witchcraft and the divination and the sorcery and the agreement that we have come into with Satan. God is grieved with the decisions that we have made to pervert the earth, to allow evil to reign and to rule in the earth. And so as he is grieved, the good thing that we must be happy for is that God promised through the covenant, through the rainbow, even though the rainbow is being used for an antichrist agenda through LGBTQT, that the original intent and purpose of the bow, which is known as the rainbow in the clouds, was given to Noah by God in covenant, in agreement with him saying, listen, I have grace, I have graced you that though I plan to utterly annihilate, dismantle 
dismantle and destroy mankind and the earth because they have perverted what I have given them. They have perverted what I have intended for both male and female to be productive and multiply to replenish the earth. We see in Genesis 1, go to, let's go to Genesis 1 and we'll go verse 24 through 28. I want you to see the, 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 when God speaks and he's repetitive in a thing, this, this, it carries great importance. And so from Genesis through Revelation, you'll see one common concept that God continuously from Genesis one, all the way through the, through um, the flooding of Noah. And beyond that, God says, not, not only did he create man, both male and female. Okay. And so he created us to consummate, to come into covenant, to be fruitful and to multiply and to repent replenish the earth. And so this is why we see and understand why in same sex, a woman and a woman cannot bear a child. They cannot be um, productive and fruitful and bear fruit to replenish the earth because there was one of each kind. And we'll get to that. There was one of each kind that God reserved so that there could be reproduction and that there could be productivity so that there could be prosperity in the new covenant that he made with himself, with Noah and with the earth. And so we have gone back to some of these Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. And then we see the flooding, the great flood where the earth was utterly destroyed. But the only thing that was left that was saved was God said, I find favor and I find grace in my son Noah. And so I'm going to reconstruct. I'm going to renew. I'm going to restore. And I'm going to give man another chance to come back into covenant with me, to be productive, to replenish and to renew their minds and to come into their divine position and place as they are purposed in the earth. I started this talking to you about the three things I wanted you to stay um, and, and keep rooted in your mind. And maybe somebody can put that in the chat for me. And you can put that back up in a minute, that you were created by Christ, made by man, but positioned and placed for a purpose. And so God, his original intended purpose for the sons of God, for the men and women of God was to be productive, to replenish and to renew and to begin to be multi to multiply the earth. So Genesis 1 verse 24. Let's go to that. It says, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. Verse um, 25. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and God saw that it was good verse 26 and God said let us make man in our image who is our who is he speaking to when God said, let's make man after we have created the creeping things and the beast of the earth and the fowl of the air? He said, let us 
We see us make man in our. So we see the noun. We see us. We see our. So when God is speaking and he's saying us, he is speaking to the Godhead. He is speaking to the Trinity of God. This is how we know that there was a discussion in heaven with not only God, our father, but the Lord Jesus Christ, our savior and the Holy Spirit who hovered over the earth, breathed over the earth. And as we saw the earth come to pass, we saw the manifestation of the water and the earth and the sun, the moon and the stars and the cosmological systems come into place. And so as we go into verse 26, God is saying, and he is speaking to the Trinity and he's saying, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And let them, hallelujah, let them have dominion over fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So we see it again here in Genesis 1 and 26. I just read in Genesis 6 this very thing being spoken. As we go to verse 26, it says, And God said, Let us make man. Let us, okay, so let's go to verse 27. Let's go to verse 27. So God created man again. God created man again. God created man in his own image and the in the image of God. Created him. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Male and female. He created them created he them so he created mankind both male and female to operate and move in the image and the likeness of him of Jesus Christ so anything that does not look like what God created in and formed in the foundation of the world and from Genesis to Revelation anything that's against anything that contradicts anything that contrary to what God says in the law in the word of God that does not look like him that is not in the image of him that is not in the likeness of him is automatically moving in an anti-agenda in the spirit of the antichrist because God divinely constructed God divinely created you for a purpose both male and female to do what to replenish the earth let's go into verse 28 as we go into Genesis 1 verse 28 it says, and God blessed them. Look at this. Look at this. After the, the discussion was had in the heavenly realm, as God deemed dominion for the men of God, the sons of God, the men and women of God, both male and female, he created them. What did he do? God blessed them. God blessed them. God blessed them. So as he began to create the image of man and the creation of man, it was for his purpose to move in dominion in the earth. What is your purpose? It is right here in verse 28 it says and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth your purpose in the earth for whatever the commission for whatever the call for whatever the assignment for whatever the plan for whatever the predestined plans of God are that he has positioned and postured and that he has implanted and imparted in you was for God 
God's divine plan and destiny for you to take dominion, for you to take territory in the earth, for you to take dominion in the earth, in the image and the likeness of Christ Jesus. He said, he gave us instructions in verse 28 that says, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. What do you think subdue means? That means to take it, to, to, to take authority, to take domain. When you establish a domain, when you buy a domain online and you are buying residence, you are you are assigned to more than 40 acres and a mule. You are you are assigned to more than just what they claim that slavery owes us and all of these other things. God called you to subdue the place in which you are postured and positioned in for the purpose of God. You are supposed to not only rule and reign, take dominion and authority, but to replenish by multiplying and being fruitful in the earth. So it is your duty and due diligence to the Lord Jesus Christ to subdue it. The enemy should not be subduing you. The enemy should not be wreaking havoc and taking your territory. It is your rightful position and place given to you by God in Genesis to subdue the earth and have dominion. What does God say? It says dominion over the fish of the sea, dominion over the fowl of the air, dominion over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Why are we scared of spiders? Why are we scared of birds? Why are we scared of frogs and lizards? Why are we scared when God said, I have given you dominion. I have given you power. I have given you authority. And this is what God wants us to walk in. Hey guys, quick question. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis, difficulty reading and retaining the word of God, dominating thoughts, pain with no explainable source? What about anxiety, panic attacks, feelings that you're being watched, or just some mere eerie evil presence near? You may be experiencing demonic attacks and when in doubt, cast them out. Flawed and Free offers free one-to-one deliverance via virtual, in-person, and group altar call deliverance. Contact us at info at flawedandfree.com. Send your request for an oppression healing intake form, or you can go to the episode description of this show and go to theflawedandfree.com and we will send you an intake form. Get free with Flawed and Free today. The image of Christ Jesus, the likeness and the image of the Godhead that he given. So we see Noah, we see, we see the giants, we see the Nephilims in Genesis 6. We see where they've come to subdue the earth and we see where they wreak havoc. And God said, I am grieved by this utter perversion. This is not the way that I created man to be. This is not what I created man to do. And so he set forth a plan to utterly destroy and to dismantle the earth, but he found 
found grace in Noah and he spoke to Noah and he said to Noah, he said, listen, listen, I have made a decision to destroy mankind because we have not done what we were supposed to the way that God created. But he said, I will restore God's covenant to us through the covenant with Noah was to restore just as God wants to restore you. So if you are a person that is living in sin and the iniquity of your ancestors and your forefathers are born into sin for those that have said and spoken out of their mouths that I've always been this way. I was born into homosexuality. I was born a lesbian. I believe that this is who I am and this is my identity. This is how God created me because as long as I know I was born this way, I was born to, to love men from the same sex or women of the same sex. And I was, this is all that I know. This is a perverted version of your identity. This is a perverted version of what God has created you to be. And so this is why we see so much identity confusion. This is why we see so many people that don't know who they are in Christ. And we see the spirit of pride beginning to rise up that's rooted in self, that's rise up to say, you know what? Love your sin and love yourself the way that you are. Even if you're not created in the likeness and the image of God, this is the enemy that has spoken a lie to people because we see that they have begun to find pleasure and satisfaction in what they believe their identity to be. Though it is a false sense of the truth, though it is not the root of who God created them, there is an there's a there is a uh, deceiving um, spirit that has come along the men and the women of God, and they say, "I can't come out of this. I can't be free from this." And so I will just come into agreement instead of breaking covenant, instead of breaking these curses, that I'm just going to come into agreement with the identity of Satan over my life because I cannot see a way out because I feel that this is best for me. I feel like this is the closest thing to the truth. I feel like this is who I'm called to be, but I'm here and I'm giving you the scripture. I'm telling you today that God loves you, that there are many that believe this to be true, but once the truth was revealed to them, God was able to deliver them, to set them free and to heal them from the pain, to heal them from the perversion, to heal them. And so tonight we're going to deal with this. We're going to deal with the lesbianism and those that believe they were born to be gay and be bisexual and transgender, to be accepted, to come into agreement with being identified under a specific group. And so you want to be identified as a son of God, as a child of God. And so your affirmation can never come from self. And we see the spirit of pride rooted in self. It's rooted in self-consciousness. It's rooted in their own dignity. It's rooted in their own selfish ambitions. It's rooted in their own selfish desires. It's rooted in the fact that they're in self-glorification and self-gratification. It is rooted in these things. And so we began to see superiority. We began to see vain, vanity. We began to see inferiority. And so pride is rooted in self. Pride will always be rooted in self and your own accomplishments. I read the 
the Oxford Dictionary of Pride. I'm going to read another one from the thesaurus about pride. And so we see that pride is rooted in self. Pride is rooted in your accomplishments. Pride is rooted in anything that you achieve and that you get from oneself and one's consciousness and one's own ability. But God designed us. God created us to lean and glean in him, to receive our identity in him, to receive our gratification in him, to receive our inheritance in him to be rooted in his resources, to be rooted in his power, to be rooted in his love. And so anytime we separate ourselves from the love of God, anytime we separate our accomplishments and our abilities from the word and the, and the will of God, anytime we think that our authority comes from ourselves, anytime we think that we are gods, that we can move in superiority, in ego, in arrogance, we have corrupted the God's divine plan and destiny for the promise and the purpose placed upon your life. Remember the first three things I told you to identify and to understand tonight as we begin to pray tonight and break down those barriers. I said you're created in Christ. You are made by man, but you are perfected and positioned and postured and for a purpose. And your purpose is not your own. You're the blood of Jesus. You were bought with a price and your purpose is attached and aligned and assigned to God's divine will that's been written in the book of destiny over your life. And so your life is not your own. So you cannot move in your own egoism. You cannot move in your own selfish desires. You cannot call yourself a God. Remember Lucifer tried it and look what happened to him. He said, I want to be God. I want to be like God. I want to be greater than God. Let's look at the, the, the other definition for pride. It says, the noun version says a high or inordinate opinion of one's own dignity, importance, merit, or superiority, whether as cherished in the mind or as displayed in bearing conduct. Listen, it also says pleasure or satisfaction taken in something done by or belonging to oneself or believed to reflect credit upon oneself. This is dangerous, okay? This right here, celebration of a specific minority group, an affirmation that comes from oneself in a community. These things, these inordinate opinions, dignity, this importance, this superiority, these, these things of the mind that derive from the soul that allow you or that get you to believe that the pleasure and the satisfaction of oneself belongs to you and you take pride in you and you alone and you believe that you can reflect credit upon yourself. Nobody in the earth. No one in the earth can take credit for who you are, for the breath in your body, for the will, for the ability to move and to have your being in the earth. No one can take credit. Only the creator himself can take credit. You might have went to school. You might have taken the courses. You might be here living and alive and breathing in the earth. But if at, at any given moment, if God chose to allow the breath to be removed from your body, you have no ability and no authority to stop the will of God 
God from calling, calling the breath to come from your body, nor do you have the ability to allow that same breath to give you life. It is God and God himself. So apart from him, we are nothing. This is why pride is so dangerous. Pride is a stench before the nostrils of God. As we see the fall of Lucifer, what did Lucifer want to do? Lucifer wanted to be like God. We, we see that Lucifer said, this is why he threw him down into the earth because we see that God gave uh, Lucifer dominion and he gave him authority in the earth because we see that Lucifer went from the earth to heaven. He was able to go and transport from one place to the other. So we know that God was, that the enemy, that Lucifer was given some access to the earthly realm. And so, and when, the, when, when Lucifer fell, it was because of his pride. And so we see the destruction that came before the fall. And so just as we see with Lucifer, just as we saw with the fall of Adam and Eve, how did Adam and Eve fall? Adam and Eve felt like they could be like God, that they were greater than God. But what happened? It was a serpent. It was a marine kingdom. It was a spirit of, it was a, that came from the kingdom of darkness, from Satan, that tempted Adam and Eve to fall. And how did he do this? If we go to Genesis 3 and 5, pull up Genesis 3 and 5. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. This is a conversation that the serpent was having with Eve, okay? And he's telling her, listen, God gave you dominion. God gave you the earth. God gave you authority over the beast and the fowl. And he gave you all of this, but... God did not, why is he not letting you eat this fruit? It's because he doesn't want you to be like him. It's because he, he doesn't want you to know, right? The things that he knows. And then so in order for you to be like God or to be greater than God or to be equal to God and to know good and evil the way that God knows good and evil, then you must eat this fruit and you'll be like God. And so Eve was tempted by the same serpent. Glory be to God. Eve was tempted by the same serpent. Lord, I, I, I want to break out in full tongues and prayer, but I'm not done teaching. I'm going back and forth between English and my tongues, but they wanted to be like God. And so the enemy was able, the serpent was able to tempt Eve to get Eve to think and or believe for a moment that she could be like God, knowing both good and evil like God. And so she was deceived. We see the deceit of Eve and we see what happened. We saw pride enter in and we saw the fall of Adam and Eve. Then we see the fall of Lucifer where Lucifer said he wanted to be like God. Let's go into Isaiah 14, Isaiah 14, 13 through 14. Isaiah 14, let's look at the fall of Lucifer. Uh, Lucifer fell. It was pride that caused Lucifer to fall and it was because he thought that he could be like God, be greater than God. Let's see, 13, uh, verse 13 says, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. See, he's speaking to ascending because he was actually in the earth. 
So Lucifer was already in the earth. He had access to both heaven and earth. Remember, Lucifer was a very beautiful angel. He was very beautiful and he had uh, authority over angels and he had assignments, right? He had assignment, great assignments that was given to him. So he had the opportunity and the access to go from heaven and earth. And so he said, I will ascend into heaven. Now we know there's three heavens, um, but this is Lucifer saying we can break this down further, but we want, we got a lot to cover tonight in prayer. So it says, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. What? What? It, what? The stars of God, the stars of God, which is the angels. Okay, so he said, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also, I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Go to verse 14. Then Lucifer begins, I will ascend. Here we go again. Here we go again, because he thinks he can be greater than God. He says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. This is why Satan hates us so much. Okay, Satan ain't got nothing to lose. There is no recompense. There is no repentance for, key, for the kingdom of darkness. There's no repentance for the fallen angels. There's no, there's no recovering. There's no restoration. Because what the sin that he committed, he committed and he eternity and God has sealed his fate and so this is why Satan works so hard to get your soul and to get you rooted in pride to get you to come into connection with the kingdom of darkness and Lucifer right as he is the king of pride why is Leviathan the king of pride why is this such a strong spiritual strong man why do so many people deal and, and are struggling with pride in some sense shape fashion or form it is because this is one of the strongest strong men that the enemy uses against the people of God it worked against Adam and Eve it worked against Lucifer and so why not there is nothing new under the sun and so the enemy will use the strong men rooted in pride for you to fall and for you to not receive your rightful inheritance in heaven and so this spirit of pride is a serious dangerous thing okay so this is why we don't celebrate black pride we don't celebrate white pride we don't celebrate gay pride we don't celebrate any form of pride because it was not intended for us to operate in a spirit of pride because all that we are all that we have all that we will do is centered in christ jesus and him alone it will not be shared it will we cannot be bigger we cannot be better we cannot be greater than god but we see Lucifer making a declaration saying, I will ascend above the clouds. I will ascend above the stars in the throne of God. I will ascend above him and I will be like the most high God. I will be like him. But little did he know that that was not going to work. And not only did it not work for us, Lucifer, not only did it not work for Adam and Eve, it ain't going to work for you, saints. It is not going to work for the sons of God. So we see that pride, let me tell you something, pride is a mark. Do not allow yourself to get marked in the realm of the spirit. Pride is a mark of inner inferiority and uncertainty expressed through 
compensation and overcompensation. Anytime you see someone operating in pride, there is a root of inner inferiority. Something that they feel inferior to, whether it be themselves, whether it be someone else, or, or whether it be the assignment on their life, whether it be things that are around them that they're comparing themselves to. So pride will always be rooted in inner inferiority and uncertainty. And these are the people who struggle with identity and or struggle with finding their identity in Christ. How do I know this? Because I was once there. I was a person as many people that had to defeat and overcome the spirit of pride because I thought my credit my credit score that I accomplished I thought that my accomplishments and all of the degrees that I obtained and the work that I did to obtain these degrees and that the accomplishments that I made right because I bought I bought me this big beautiful house and I had built my own house and my credit is good and I'm looking good and all of these other things but there was a root of inferiority that was in me that was allowing myself to come into agreement with the things that I had established around me not understanding that everything I had everything that I had done had only come from and was only because of God. And so pride is very dangerous for the believer. Pride is very dangerous for your growth in Christ. Pride is very dangerous. So this is bigger than LGBTQT agenda. This is bigger than the celebration of pride month. Okay, there are people who are dealing and celebrating pride every day of their lives, not just the month of June, but they are being destroyed and they are their their rightful inheritance are being taken and stolen and all of these things because they're deceived, just as the, the devil has deceived the people of God that they can become like God, that they can be gods. And this is not true, little G, in the name of Jesus. So today, as we're preparing to understand understand who we are in creation who we are created to be. I think I've established the creator and the creation of God, which is in you by and through Christ, but the covenant of God. And so we see this rainbow and we see Noah, we see mankind rooting and operating and moving in utter destruction and despair as the giants were moving in the earth. And God said, I got to do something. I have to destroy the earth, but I'm going to establish a covenant with my, with the son of God. I'm going to establish a covenant with Noah. And so I want you to see here at this, I take a note in Genesis 9. We won't read Genesis 9, but I'll put it here in the chat for you in Genesis 9. If you want to read Genesis 9 for yourself, I'm going to walk you through the established covenant that God made through Noah. So as God began to speak and, and, to, and to come into agreement with Noah, he says, you know what, Noah, let me establish this covenant with you. He established a covenant with Noah in Genesis 9 and we see that he not only blessed him, okay, just as he did in Genesis 1. Remember when he created man and the identity of man, both male and female, we gave an instruction and a mandate. The mandate was to be, to be productive, to be fruitful, and to replenish the earth. And so we see that God made a mandate that carries out through Genesis 1, through Genesis 3, through Genesis 6, and all throughout the word and the scriptures of God. So now we see Noah built an altar. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> 
What do you do? I'm talking to the wives and waiting. Let's talk. Let's 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 get down to some life application. Let's get into some things that y'all might understand. If you don't understand godly altars and you don't understand evil altars and you don't know how they work and how they work in covenant, how they work for you, how they work against you. I want you to understand that we see altars erected throughout. We saw Abraham erecting altars. We saw Noah erecting altars. And so as God began to establish this covenant with Noah, Noah erected an altar and he placed everything that God had given him, right? The beast, the animal, he had placed them on this altar before God. And so this altar represents the covenant, the marriage between Noah and God. And so this covenant is serious business as we are in covenant with God. God gave us the rainbow as a reminder, though it's been hijacked by the enemy through the LGBTQT agenda, we see the covenant of God being reestablished that it was reestablished in this moment as God began to declare a new covenant with God. Now we now are operating under a new covenant. Okay, so it's a new blood covenant that we are under now under the New Testament and that's another conversation. So there are many of them. Moses had a covenant. Noah had a covenant. Abraham had a covenant. But we're speaking to Noah's covenant. Noah erected an altar and this altar that he erected before God was of a sweet, the word of God in Genesis 9 says it was of a sweet aroma. It was a sweet fragrance that was that 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 God began to to receive from Noah. Remember that God, people, listen, 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 Linda, listen. You will hear people, how could God destroy people? How could God allow death? How could God, um, how could, you know, or you'll hear people from the, the gay agenda, the antichrist agenda that say, well, God is love. God is love. God is love. And God, you know, loves everybody. God loves you. Yes, he does. God, baby, 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 baby. God loves you, but God hates the sin. And so when we are speaking to the antichrist agenda, when we are speaking to the things that grieve God, when we are speaking to the things that don't please God, we are speaking to the sin that God is not pleased with. And so it is a stench to the nostrils of God when we are operating and moving in agreement with the kingdom of of, of darkness. And so there is an aroma that God scents from your heart. And so you're like, what is this scent? Where does it come? It's the heart. It's heart to heart because this is how you receive and move in relationship with God is an intimacy with God. And so as Noah placed these things upon the altar, there was a sweet aroma. This is in Genesis nine, read it for yourself. It was, there was a sweet aroma that God then began to change his heart. And so his heart began to change because his initial intention was to destroy all of mankind. But it was Noah that God chose to find grace. There was grace that God gave. So God does not give you grace to sin, to keep sinning and keep repenting because he's going to keep forgiving you. God's grace is for times like this.
where he is ready to pan down the gavel, where God is ready to go forth in the judgment. God is ready to unleash his wrath against your life because you have not obeyed and walked in the thing and the things of God. God is not only a God of love, but he's a God of wrath. And we see that God was preparing and readying to destroy the earth because of mankind. But because of this altar, because of this, that he reestablished a new covenant with Noah and he changed the course of what he was planning to do. God changed the courses in Genesis 9. It literally, I've read the scripture so many times, but as the Lord was speaking to me and preparing me to talk and to pray against pride, not just the LGBTQT agenda or just pride month, but to really deal with the root of pride, he began to show me the covenant and the establishing and the reestablishing of his covenant with the sons of God. So I see here where the altar was erected and we see the aroma that became a sweet sense before the Lord and the Lord's heart changed. And God said, listen, I will not cause destruction for the earth. I will not cause this destruction upon the earth. We see in Genesis 8 and 20, around 20 years. Let's pull up Genesis 8, 20 and 21. I'll read it or I'll let you read it if we don't find it in time. That's fine. Because I do want to get to some prayer. <laughs> Y'all hang in there. Y'all hang in there. Don't fall out on me. Genesis 8, 20 and Noah built an altar. There we go. There we go. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. So we see where these animals were offered as a sacrifice on the altar um, before God. And God began to, in his worship and in his in, in his prayer to God, God began to turn his heart to save and to establish his covenant with his people. And so the ongoing command for to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish the earth and establish the sign of the bow, which is the rainbow, we now know as the covenant. We now know that this covenant was between the Lord, was between Noah and the future generations and the earth. And the rainbow, the covenant of the rainbow was a sign in the cloud. And we see that sign today, every time it rains, that there will be no more floods and that he will not destroy all flesh, just as all flesh was destroyed in the flooding in the time of Noah. And so God says, listen, I reestablished his covenant. I, I put this altar. I, I see that Noah, I've graced Noah for such a time as this. He followed the instructions and obedience to, the, to how to construct the, 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 um, the boat and for all of the things, all of the animals that he was calling him to bring one of each kind, both male and female. Why was he having him to pull male and female um, animals? Because he wanted them to do what? Be fruitful, to be productive, and to multiply and to replenish the earth. So when he annihilated and destroyed the earth, he established his covenant and he gave us a sign. The sign of the covenant of the rainbow is ours. It belongs to God. It is God. It don't belong to the LGBTQT group community. It is not theirs. It has been hijacked. It has been perverted. It does not belong to them. It belongs.
belongs to God and we are in covenant with God. We are in contract with God and we are in, in, in communion with God. And God has given us an ever sign that we are his and he is ours and he has given us a way out. The Lord has given us a way out. So tonight, I want to pray now a quick prayer against pride. I want you to prepare your heart and your mind to come against the spirit of pride. If you are a person that is struggling with pride, don't run and hide, but expose the enemy. Reveal it. Place it on your altar. I want you now to erect your altar before God so that God can bless it and that God can breathe on it. The hovering presence of the Holy Ghost can come in tonight in prayer and breathe over you and breathe over the altar that you are now erecting before God and we are going to disconnect and come out of agreement with a demonic covenant that you have allowed or your family or your prior generations to come into agreement with that has allowed them to remain rooted and to bear bad fruit in your life. We no longer want to be bound and be held to the bondage of our bloodlines nor to our own minds because we want to continue in contract and in covenant with Satan. So I want you to prepare your heart to bind, break, and burn these evil, ungodly altars that are rooted in pride, that are rooted in envy, that are rooted in jealousy, that are rooted in an antichrist agenda, that are rooted in hatred and selfish ambitions and self-consciousness and self um self um love i'm not saying you can't love yourself love yourself but you must learn how to love yourself the way god created you not in a place of vanity right not in excess not above what god has said but love you for the way that god created you Hey y'all, it's Apostle Tina here with exciting news. I have written and published my first hardback and paperback journal called Interpreting Dreams with the King. This journal has over 250 plus pages to teach you how to go to God for yourself and interpret your daily dreams. Many don't know that dream journaling is a way to intimately connect understand and communicate with God. It is also a way to dismantle the plots of Satan and take back your dream life. This journal covers all of this. Plus, you will receive a 21-day step-by-step guided template to help you on your journey to interpreting dreams God's way. You can purchase yours today on Amazon. Links are in the description box. And once you get your book in hand, make sure to scan the QR code on the back to find out how you can become a part of the Journaling with Jesus community group. God bless. And so anything that's against, that contradicts, that's contrary to that, I want you now in prayer to begin to speak aloud and to tell God you repent right now and to renounce and to break contract, to break and destroy those evil altars by fire in the name of Jesus. Anything that we have inherited in the place and, and rooted in pride in our families, anything that is thins and goes back to our ancestral and ancient 
generational bloodlines back to our mother and father. Father God, we ask that you will forgive us, God, from a spirit of pride. Father God, we ask that you will destroy and dismantle and to burn down every evil altar that has connected themselves to us and to our future generations and anything that has taken root and attached themselves to us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we detach, we disconnect, we dismantle, we annihilate, we destroy, and we ask you, Father, to loose the fire of God upon every evil altar that has kept us from our divine place and space in you. Father God, we ask that you will cut off the head of Leviathan in the name of Jesus and the strong man of pride, the king of pride. Father God, we bind and arrest them now, every evil root, every evil fruit, and every single link and contract, every single assignment and covenant, everything that's attached itself to the marine kingdom and every serpent spirit of the waters and every Every spirit moving and operating in alignment and assignment that is moving in conjunction, that is moving in operation, that is assigned to every demonic grouping, regardless of their ranking, regardless of their authority. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you will expose by yielding and exposing the light of the Lord into our hearts, into our families, into our minds. Father God, we give you permission as we come into agreement with the divine will the and every connection, every divine connection that has been assigned to our destiny tonight. Father God, we ask that every altar, every godly altar that we will erect tonight, that it will be of a sweet aroma and a sweet sense unto you, O God. Father, we ask that what we do shall always please you, that you will remove anything that does not please you, that you will take anything from you, from us, that does, that grieves you. Father, in the name of Jesus, every selfish prayer, every soulish prayer, every selfish ambition and desire, all self-consciousness, Father God, all self-gratification, Father God, anything that we have placed as an idol of worship before you, in the name of Jesus, we bind every witchcraft spirit that's attached to a witchcraft altar in our families. I loose the fire of God upon every witchcraft altar in the name of Jesus and every ungodly altar that is rested and rooted, ruling, reigning, and abiding in your life that has come as a and connected itself in the place of pride or any other place that is not positioned and postured for your purpose. We ask that you will reveal the identity of, the, of your people as you have created. Father God, we ask that you will align our identities and assign us to the identity, the likeness, and the image of Christ Jesus tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, and we, Father God, declare war against the kingdom of darkness. We loose bombs and tsunamis of rain and thunder and fire, wind and waters. Father God, we ask that you will loose electricity. Father God, to come forth. Father God, to come and consume the enemy in its entirety. Father God, I ask as we yield the weapons of warfare tonight, as 
as we place the full armor of God on. Father God, that we will, Father, move and operate in your divine plan, that you will keep us in stealth mode as we press forward and push through, that we will not be able to be traced by the enemy in prayer. Father God, I ask that you will cover our families. You will cover our future generations. You will cover our finances. You will cover our spouses. You will cover our children. You will cover our investments. Father God, in all that you have given us in the precious blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we yield our flaming swords in the realm of the spirit and we bind every spiritual strong man. We bind every spiritual strong man and messenger. We bind every doorkeeping spirit. We bind every demonic gatekeeper that's attached itself to the spirit of pride and the strong man spirit called Leviathan. Leviathan, I bind you now and I arrest you in the name of Jesus. I bind you in rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of chains. I bind and arrest the strong man and the spirit called Leviathan and every demonic fruit that's attached himself through envy, through jealousy, through division, through discord, and through pride, through it through hatred, through selfish wills and ambitions and desires, through soulless prayers, anything, regardless of the ranking that is worked with, that is worked alongside, that is worked in conjunction with, that's worked in covenant with, that's in contract with the kingdom of darkness. I destroy now by fire and by force. And I loose the fire that was loose for Elijah now over every evil altar and all spirits of pride in my life, in their lives, in the lives of the sons of God, in the lives of our children, and the lives of our future generations. Oh God, I ask you now to come forth, to find and to bring recompense to the people of God. Father God, I ask that you will restore us to our rightful place and position as we are postured for purpose. Father God, I ask that you will cut off the head of every hydra spirit and every hybrid spirit every spirit that is able to operate and move in the kingdom of darkness, in the water kingdom and in the land, in the air in the sea, in the underworlds, in the other worlds, in the netherworld, in the name of Jesus, I expose them now by light in Jesus name, may the light reveal every hidden, every unknown, every single demon regardless of their ranking that is operating in our lives and against our futures in the name of Jesus Father God I ask as we yield our flaming swords that we will cut off the head of every serpent and every serpentine spirit the queen of the coast in the name of Jesus Father God we break down Leviathan we break the head of Leviathan we break him asunder we break him into pieces Father God, we shatter him and cut him up right now. In the name of Jesus, we lose fire upon the spirit of Leviathan. In the name of Jesus, we bind and arrest him in chains from his crown to his soul, from the soul to his crown. Father God, we ask, Father, that you will loose the angel armies and all of the angelic armies of assistance that are assigned to me, that are assigned to this ministry, that are assigned to this prayer, that are assigned to the people of God as they 
come together and as they go forth into their respective places and spaces, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we declare and we command and we demand and we forbid the enemy from any form of retaliation. We command and demand that the enemy will cease from their labors and that everything that they have erected against us that is planned, that has come in through a curse, that Father God, that you will bind, break, and burn and destroy every evil curse that has opened up demonic doors, demonic porters, demonic portals, demonic pathways that have come to hinder the pathway of purpose in the name of Jesus. Every ensnarement, every trap, every pit in the name of Jesus that has been dug for the people of God, known and unknown to us. Anything that is hidden, anything that is unknown, anything that we are ignorant of. Father God, we ask that the light of the Lord will reveal tonight that you will release your fire, that you will release your power, that you will expose the enemy, that the Holy Spirit will go forth and breathe his breath of God over everything that is dead, that is dormant, that is not alive in you, that was erected, aligned, and assigned to be alive. Father God, may the resurrecting power of God come forth now into every dry, dead, and dormant space in the name of Jesus. Father God, I break and I rebuke the devourer in the name of Jesus. Father God, for every serpent that has swallowed your purpose, for every serpent that has swallowed your treasures and the rewards of heaven that has been released and poured out from heaven. Father God, may you loose the blessings and the breakthrough. May you lose more of your grace. May you lose more of your favor in place of what the enemy has taken and stolen. May you return back the identity of the people of God, of the sons of God, the way they were created by the creator in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you will punish Leviathan in the name of Jesus. Yeah, he will be choked and every crooked serpent shall be chopped in the name of Jesus, and they shall be cast out into the abyss, never to come back to cause any further hurt or harm or be able to return to the people of God tonight. In the name of Jesus, we close every door that the enemy may use to try to gain access and to try to find a way back in. We close and seal the door right now with the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus, just as you close the door and you place the blood over every door for the people of God on the day of Passover Satan must pass over Satan must leave that wherever we have applied that wherever the blood is applied that Satan cannot touch it in the name of Jesus. Father God, we apply the blood to our minds. We apply the blood to our children. We apply the blood to our husbands. We apply the blood to our children. We apply the blood to your plan. We apply the blood to your purpose. We apply the blood to our possessions. We apply the blood to all of the divine death revelations that will come to us. We divide, we ask that you will loose the blood over the plans of God, over the blueprints, over the schematics and all that you have 
given, revealed, and released to us. Father God, we break every single curse. Break every curse. Break every curse. Let the anointing of God that flows from the throne of grace right now. Father God, the grace you extended to Noah. Father God, extend that same grace or even greater measures of grace. The way that you extended that grace to Noah. We receive your grace in abundance tonight, oh God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, may we receive greater measures of love, greater measures of grace, greater measures of your favor, greater measures of revelation, greater measures of your wisdom, greater measures of your understanding, greater measures of all that you have designed and given us that is written in the book of destiny. Father God, we punish Leviathan tonight. We declare war and we pray warfare prayers that will destroy the plans of Satan against our lives and against our future. Father God, we break asunder anything that contends with our lives. Father God, we thank you for the angels that you have sent that will be charged over thee this day in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the angels that are going forth now in this prayer to fight, to contend, and to war, to abolish, to wrestle down, to dismantle, to destroy, and to abolish every single plan, plot, scheme, and anything that is set forth for a set time to be time released into our future, into our children. I break every altar that's connected to those assignments by fire in the name of Jesus. I loose the fire of God in Jesus' name to consume those fires, to consume those altars, to consume the plans of the enemy, to consume every demon and every demonic Air. In the name of Jesus, every demonic king, I consume you now by fire. Every demonic angel, I consume you by fire. Every demonic imp, I consume you by fire. Every demonic minion, I consume you by fire. Every demonic king, I consume you by fire. And any one of you, regardless of your ranking, every noble, every demonic noble, every demonic priest, every demonic witch and warlock, every demonic and satanic priest and priestess, that's a sign to my assignment in the earth. I destroy now and I loose fiery arrows and fiery darts to consume the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. I mark you now with the mark of Jesus Christ as I mark you in the realm of the spirit of God. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord, to place a mark on the back on the head, on the neck and the chest of every single demon that is contrary and contending with my life and the life of my children and the lives of my future generations. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I loose, Father God, massive levels of warfare. In the name of I break every curse of Leviathan. I break every curse of pride. I break the teeth and I snatch the spoils out of Leviathan's mouth. Father God, may you release the spoils as we pray, as we press in, as we partner with the King of glory tonight. We thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for partnering with us, for declaring our victory as we place the bloodstained banner right now in the ground. We declare and we demand our victory 
victory that is already ours in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask you to rip the scales and to break the neck of Leviathan and every serpent and serpentine spirit, every hydra spirit, every hybrid spirit, every demonic and animalistic beast that is working in conjunction and in groupings with Leviathan, every python spirit, every cobra spirit, every spirit, every snake, every snake's brood, every snake's nest, and every demonic baby in the realm of the spirit, in the name of Jesus, I command right now that the fire of God consume every demonic snake nest, every demonic and animalistic beast, and every spirit, and every python and cobra spirit that is moving and operating in our lives this day, that's working in conjunction, in covenant, in contract with Leviathan, the king of pride. I bust down the kingdom of darkness by fire and by force. I rip the scales and I break the neck of every single serpent, of every single scorpion, of every single demon that's working against me, against my family, against my marriage, against my ministry, against my children, my natural children, my spiritual children, and all of the blessings of the Lord that the Lord has given unto me today. Father God, I declare that breakthrough is mine. I declare that the re revival angels, the awakening angels, the breakthrough angels, and the angels that are assigned to all spiritual warfare tactics and strategies, that they will come forth now in abundance, that they will not come down, nor will they cease from their labors, that they will do their bidding, and that they will not stop until the battle is won and it is complete. In the name of Jesus, may they go forth right now, wherever you will send them, wherever you will assign them, every angel that's assigned to my mantle, right now in the name of Jesus, every angel that's assigned to my anointing, loose them now in the name of Jesus, loose them now in the name of Jesus, loose them now in the name of Jesus, and we break the teeth, and we snatch the spoils, we put a hook now in Leviathan's nose, in Jesus' name, and we wrap a cord around his tongue, in Jesus name and we crush him and we break him to pieces in the name of Jesus father God I lose fire 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 and more 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 fire to koto salamasi Ribushonda masandeke, rombantande ekel, lo shantanda namaso, lantando kota, leti ananamaso takaye, loti andamantia ramba, rokantanda nemeseleka, lantia sando, lokototo, shalamasi elebosi. I rebuke every proud spirit. Lekata ramba solaka, remba sandelebasia lakato, rentanda nanamaso, lakantande elebosi, and I shut down. 
every demonic access point. I rebuke every arrogant spirit. I rebuke every single haughty spirit. I rebuke every arrogant demon. Every spirit of inferiority. Every spirit of inferiority. Every spirit of superiority. And I loose the spirit of humility. And I bind the spirit of false humility. Bind and arrest the spirit of false humility. Manipulation and intimidation. I bind and arrest you in chains. And rows 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 of chains. I tie and arrest right now. The level called a three strand flaming cord around you all those named those known and unknown right now in the name of Jesus in the name of the father in the name of the son and in the name of the Holy Ghost I wrap a three-strand flaming cord around every spiritual strong man around every spiritual messenger around every spiritual doorkeeper and every demonic gatekeeper all those that are in the demonic realm that are seeking to hear to block, to distract, to delay, to detour, and to stop the plans of God. I loose the fire of God upon you now to consume you. And I bind every spirit, every monitoring spirit, and every messenger spirit that is taking back, that is gathering, that is collecting intel against myself, against my ministry, against my sons and daughters, and against my future. In the name of Jesus, I arrest you now and I bind you with the same three-strand flaming cord that I have called in prayer tonight in the name of Jesus. I bind you now. I arrest you now. And I make a command and a demand upon the kingdom of darkness that you will restore that in which you have stolen with sevenfold increase. That you will restore all that you have taken with sevenfold increase. Right now in the name of Jesus to the sons and daughters of God in the name of Jesus. Father God, I declare this day that we receive the victory, that we receive the revelation, that we receive the blessings and the breakthrough that are due us in the name of Jesus, that it shall come forth swiftly and expediently. Those that are holding our wealth in their hands, those that are holding the manifestation of God's promises through a demonic covenant in their hands, loose them now in Jesus' name. I command that they be loosed right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, return it back. 
find we find recompense, restoration, and renew us this day in the name of Jesus. And we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Like Adalbaso, thank you, Abba. Rekatoba Shonda Namasi. Leketabaso. Resia de Deleboso. Rembasia de Deleboso. Yakadalabasi. Lesia de Deleboso. Thank you. 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 Victory is ours. 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 We gather the spoils of war today. And we thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. We declare that everything we have is yours. 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 Humble us, oh God. 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 And we thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, Christian. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Humble us, God. Humble us, God. We are free. You are free. We are free. We are free from pride. We are free. God has set you free. Walk in your freedom. Repent. Ask God to walk with you. Ask God to restore you. Ask God to renew you. Ask God to prepare you, help you to prepare for your assignment. Submit, surrender, sit. Be still before God and let God lead the way. Let God carry you. Set down yourself. Set down your wishes and your wills and wants. Set down your desires. Set down your soulish prayers. Set down all of the things that you feel have given you precedence and priority in your life over others and yourself. Stop the spirit of comparison. Stop allowing inferiority and uncertainty to take root in your mind and your heart. Stop allowing these things to get in the way of God's divine purpose. Hello, Gwyneth. Hi, baby girl. How are you? Yes, yes, yes. 
Prepare us to walk with you. Posture your heart to be serious before God and lay your life upon the altar. As God blesses, he will breathe. As God blesses and breathes, allow yourself to give it all to God. Nothing you have is worth missing your inheritance. Nothing on you have, nothing you've done is worth delaying your purpose. Nothing you can do to get yourself there. There's not enough that you can have and do in your own strength. You will never have enough. You will always fall short. But in Christ, through Christ Jesus, we have all things that we need. We have everything we need and more because God moves in abundance and God never lacks. God does not move in a spirit of lack. And so we don't have to hold on to anything. Whatever God has given us, he will give us more. We must be obedient to God. We must tithe. We must pray. We must fast. We must wait. We must meditate upon the word and of God. And we must always be obedient regardless of what is happening around us, regardless of what you see in Jesus name and let God have his way in Jesus name. Let him have it. Let him have it. Let him have it. Take yourself down to zero. Take yourself down to zero. Take yourself down to zero. Let the hero show up. Let the savior come in on his cape. Let him come in with the S on his chest. Take the Superman cape off. Take the S off your chest. It's not yours. It belongs to God. You are a child of God, not an adult of God. You're a child of God. You are his child. Sometimes we have to move in childlike behavior before God. Now, I ain't talking about being a babe in Christ and being an adult and moving in spiritual maturity. Those are two different things. Being on the milk, being on the meat, being a babe. I'm talking about being a child of the most high God. I am talking about moving in childlike faith. I am talking about surrendering to God all that you have, everything that you thought you could do, anything that you thought you have. I'm talking about every degree, every accomplishment, every reward, every thought, every idea, everything. You go to God and you sit at the feet of the father like a child and you lay low in order to go high. In order to move to the next level, you go down low. How do you get low? You get on the floor. You get low to the flow to go and be elevated before God. You cannot elevate yourself. You cannot self-appoint yourself. You cannot deem yourself as a God. You cannot think that because you've accomplished some things and you gained a few rewards in the earth, that it will get you anywhere in the realm of the spirit, that it will get you anywhere in the, in, in, in the spirit. It will not. You will not be promoted. You will not receive your inheritance. You will not move in your gifts. You will not see God the way that God has called you to see him. You will not move in this. You will not. You will not. You will not. You will not have access. You will be limited. You will only go to a certain place in God. 
You will become stagnant in your walk. You will become still in your walk. And though you may have served God and lived God and seek God and been born and blessed and, and baptized at five, listen, it has no bearing on your access right now here and today. It takes time to seek the face of God, to be obedient and to allow God to move in your life and to be a child before him. Be a child before God. Be a child. Don't come to God like you know everything. Don't come to God like you like you got the plan. God got the plan. God knows what to do. He knows where to take you. He knows how to get you there. Stop trying to share responsibility with him in this way. Now, there's some things he's going to hold you accountable to. And there's some things he's going to call you to steward. There's some things he's going to call you to manage. And there's some tests that are going to come with those assignments. So God's going to test you. He's going to try you before he takes you to the next level. And so if you want to know why you're stuck, why you're stagnant, and why you're not moving, it is because you have not done what God has probably already told you to do. And you're not ready to go to the next level. This is not a bad thing. This is out of protection for you. And so you might see people moving past you. And you you may start to compare yourself to the walk and to the maturity of others, but I'm telling you now, the oil is expensive and it takes a, it takes a consecrated, committed, sincere heart before God. It takes a lot of turning down invitations, a lot of not being invited, a lot of not being in the inner circle, a lot of times where you're not have you don't have a seat at the table. The only table you're able to sit at is the table before God because God is trying to get you to a place in which he can pour into you so that you can be used for the work of the Lord. He is not going to fight you to do this. He's not going to force you to do this. He's not going to drag you to do this. And so you must decide. You must decide. I am going to be a child of the most high God. I am going to walk in blind faith. Like a child. Not knowing where my next meal is coming from. Not knowing how I'm going to pay my next bill. Not knowing if the light's going to be on tomorrow or not. I am going to move in childlike faith as a child of the most high God. I don't have to figure it all out. I don't have to have it all together. I don't have to know all the answers because I serve an all-knowing God who has all the answers, who knows everything. So I'm going to give it to God, my Abba Father, and I'm going to lay in his lap and I am going to give it to God and I'm going to let him give me back what I need. I pray that that bless you. I pray that it inspired you. I pray that it encouraged you. Glory be to God. And that God was able to have his way with you tonight. Study some of those scriptures I gave you. If you would like to receive further revelation for your own life to apply to the things that God is calling you to carry out and to exercise in your own life. Or if you received all you need from this bless you. God bless you. There are ways to give here online. If you feel unctioned or you feel 
a release to give and to impart a blessing into the word that was released tonight for your life. Make sure that you attach an assignment to your seed. If you are in a position or a place to sow tonight and you would like or desire to sow and give to this ministry, we um, have several ways you can give and they are dollar sign flawed free at on cash app. If you're a person that likes cash app, you can use dollar sign flawed free, or you can go to our secure site and give through PayPal, Tithely, and other ways at theflawedandfree.com slash give. You can give at theflawedandfree.com slash give, or you can give through Zelle um, at info at theflawedandfree.com, info at theflawedandfree.com. So I pray that tonight blessed you. Um, if you attach a seed, assign it. Assign the seed where you want it to be sent. As I pray over them and pray the blessings of the Lord to come upon you as he divinely designs and wills for your life. I pray over each seed that's sown into this ministry. It does not fall on bad, um, on bad ground, but this is good ground as the Lord has deemed it as good ground. Um, and if the Holy Spirit has revealed that to you, um, and you have planted a seed, I pray that it reaps a harvest up to and through, if not beyond a hundredfold in accordance to God's divine will for your life. God bless you. I love you. Until Thursday, we have a special guest on Thursday. Come back Thursday for our deliverance um, discussion and testimony with our guests on Thursday, same time, same place, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Ooh, it's hot. I love y'all. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening and allowing us to be a part of your spiritual journey and growth in Christ. Listen to fresh new episodes weekly on Wednesdays to be equipped with the tools, knowledge, and strategies needed to dispossess the enemy, take dominion, and be delivered into the promises of God. No more wilderness wanderings, warriors. Walk in your purpose and discover your identity where you are free to be me, flawed and free. If you were blessed and empowered by today's show, we would appreciate your sown seed of support through donations and charitable giving as led by the Holy Spirit. You can go now to theflawedandfree.com slash give. That's theflawedandfree.com slash give. Or you can cash app us at dollar sign flawed free on Cash App. We are a nonprofit organization with a 501c3 designation. So all gifts, donations, and sown seeds of support that are given are also tax deductible. Thank you for your seed, for we know that it is placed in good soil, and we pray that you agree. So God bless and live your best life in Christ. Love you later. Till next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.